Blog Talk Radio. Everybody's not working too hard, <laughs> but I know some of y'all. I'm so sorry, but anyway, welcome to the show. Hey, we got a good one planned for you today, man. We talking a little education, uh, well, mainly education, but a little this and that on the side also. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, let me tell you some of the particulars real quick, real quick. First, if you want to comment, only thing you got to do is call me. You don't have to comment. You just call and listen. Three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. Once again, that's three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. And um, hey, you just call and sit back and listen if that's what you want. Now, if you're using your cell phone, um, you know I ain't paying for none of your cell phone rates. All right. So if you got a, you on one of them plans where you have to pay by the minutes, uh, well, I don't know. I encourage you to keep listening, but when the bill come in, don't send it to Mister Talk. Mister Talk can't help you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I had to put that disclaimer out there. Anyway, um, also, you can always shoot me an email at any time during the show, before the show or after the show, at ericletstalk at gmail.com. Um, if you shoot it to me during the, during the show and you'd like to hear, you know, make a statement, but you can't really talk because you're at work or whatever, you can shoot me an email and I'll read it for you, okay? And then you can listen to the response. And... And the next thing is, uh, chat room is always open, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Um, and if you go in the chat room, you go in just as a guest, the only thing you'll be able to do is read. But if you go in with whatever username you make up, I won't know what it is. Um, and you can comment and type and, you know, have fun in the chat room as well. So those are all the ways you can participate in the show. And, um, you know, I look forward to hearing from each and every one of you because I love y'all like that. I really do. <laughs> I really do. Y'all are the bomb. But anyway, um, so those, as I said before, that's how you can participate in the show if you want to contact, you know, say something. Anyway. Now that we have that all out the way, uh, let's see. We do have a song of the day. Um, I don't know which one it is yet, but I know we have one. 
<laughs> yes, we do. We do have one. Um, also, uh, let's see. We got a quote of the day, a song of the day. Yeah, and we just got a, a, a all around super day planned for you. We really do. <laughs> oh man, I'm enjoying myself already. Oh yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. So before we go any further, um, <laughs> before we go any further, let me go ahead and um. <clears throat> Bring this young lady in, you know. Y'all know who she is. She's been here around here long enough now. Y'all know who she is. My the one and only my co-host, Miss T. Ross. Okay. Hey, what's going on, co-host? How you doing today? I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Going on already. Of course, of course. I always got a lot going on. <laughs> oh, I tell you. <laughs> but anyway, um, so, uh, you know what we got going on today. You want to add anything before we get to the song of the day? You're gonna get the song of the day and come on back, huh? Yeah, go on get the song of the day. Come on back. And I'm waiting on the quarter of the day to see what that is. Yeah, the quarter hey, the quarter of the day is the bomb diggity. I'm telling you, it is so good. <laughs> but anyway, no, let me stop that. All right. So Song of the Day. All right, I, y'all done heard bits and pieces of it. Y'all have. Y'all done heard bits and pieces of it. You know, it's part of my intro when, when the show comes on the air. It's called next the next episode. Y'all know who sang the song, but it's a different version. So I thought I'd let y'all hear the whole song today, just because I am who I am. Okay. So without further ado, here comes your song of the day. The next episode, all caked up. Enjoy, man. Bobby Head. Hey, 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 hey,
All right, there it was, y'all. <laughs> Your song of the day. I'm sorry, I, I have to laugh a little bit about that because I forgot some of the language that was in the song. <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah. But you know what though? And speaking for real, for real, you know, the Veterans Administration should give us veterans some legal marijuana. I'm just gonna leave that. Let's start a petition. Veterans deserve marijuana. Veterans deserve marijuana. <laughs> oh my goodness, what is wrong with me today? All right, co-host, you still with me? <laughs> I wondered if you were smoking before you came on air. That's what I'm sitting here thinking about. I'm just serious. I'm just so serious. Because where did those just come from? Uh, um, I don't know. Hey. Yeah. Look, look, look. Marijuana ain't never caused nobody to do no, nobody no harm. <laughs> for pain. It's for pain. We want it for pain. That's all we want it for, pain. You know? They give it to cancer patients, so why not give it to us? No, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a whole other. That, oh. that may be a topic for another show. <laughs> yeah, that may be a topic for another show. <laughs> oh, man. I told y'all, man, sometimes you got to laugh at yourself. You don't see me. I'm, I'm broken up, boy, I tell you. But anyway, anyway, that was just so good today. <laughs> All right, so let's get on with the quote of the day. Okay. All right. Yeah, for real, for real. You know how Pat made me go around there just chewing stuff up. That's what you do around here. We just chew stuff up, and we put it out there for you. All right, anyway, here is the quote of the day. A good relationship is worth the wait. That's unknown, but that's your quote of the day. A good relationship is worth the wait. I don't think you really can say it any plainer plainer than that, huh? What you think? I I think a good... uh, Huh? I guess not. <laughs> oh, a, 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 a good relationship is worth the wait. You know, sometimes we get too involved in trying to make relationships of what we want the relationships to be. But you know, sometimes you got to sit your butt still and, and, and you know let it happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, but that's the quote of the day, y'all. You know, I, I don't think I need to expound on that anymore than than what it, what it said because it makes sense. You know, just sit your butt down and wait. Sometimes some of y'all get too happy. Y'all get to have them happy feet. You know, you want to run from this relationship to that relationship, and you wonder why all of them failing. Now, I can tell you why because you're not sitting there waiting. You you trying to do it yourself, and and you got to wait for God to bring you somebody. That's right. But you got to be patient. You got to be patience, patience. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I took today, but I need to take some more of that, whatever it was. All right, anyway. I think it's more like what you didn't take, you know, huh? adult. You know, I, I think it's something that you didn't take, probably. Not yeah. <laughs> oh, you think that's what it is? I really think that's what it is. You know, you heard of adult attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. 
<laughs> no, no, no. Hey, y'all, y'all. It's just an observation. It's just an observation. Okay. All right, no problem, no problem. Hey, y'all, I, I, I got a question for you. I got two questions for you first. And the first one was a question that actually popped up on my Facebook. And I, I said, that's a good question. I'm going to ask that on the show. Um, y'all can shoot it to me in the email and I'll read it to you. All right. Um, and of course, P. Ross, I know you're going to give it to me now. Here's the question. Are y'all ready for this one? Do mega churches contribute to homosexuality in the black community? That's your question of the day. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one, huh? Ooh. Hey, shoot me an email, ericletstalk at gmail.com. Tell me what you think about that. Once again, the question of the day is, because I think we're going to start doing the question of the day, too, but I'm getting all these bright ideas lately. Do mega churches contribute to homosexuality in the black community? All right? That's your question. Ponder on it. Let me know what you think. <laughs> and we are answering, we'll, we'll read some of the answers uh, Friday. And, of course, give my opinion, and P. Ross probably give her her opinion, and we're going to ride on out with that. (laughs) All right. Anyway, anyway, for those that just joining, uh, don't forget, if you want to join the show, 347-838-8622. Yeah. Okay? So, (laughs) I think it's about time. um, It's about time. Hey, you know what, though? Um, if y'all listening to the show and y'all, you know, y'all, y'all kind of like, um, on Facebook or something, you know, go on and let the folk know for some reason, Facebook and, um, blog talk radio, not, um, talking to each other today. So I don't think my thing came up on Facebook like it usually does. So just go and share it. If you know, it came up on your Twitter or anything like that. Twitter, who came up with that Twitter? You know, <laughs> it makes you think somebody's just a twit, you know, and they started Typing on things, say, hey, you a Twitter, and then that's where it came from. Now, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> oh man, okay, I gotta, I gotta get rid of this goofiness, as my son say. Um, yeah, we we're talking about um today we'll be talking about some education, man. A, a lot of things about education. You got teachers failing tests in um, central part of Florida, the central, the central and southern part of Florida. Um, you got other schools in Chicago that don't want the students to graduate unless they have a job going to the military or going into college. Uh, have one school district that is um, looking into a high graduation rate from another black um, school. I mean, we 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 gonna do this education thing today. So, <laughs> and if that's not good enough, we got a couple little other things we can throw in there. But. Right now, I think we'll go ahead and, and talk about this education thing. Um, man, let's go on to talk about this one here because this one is is interesting as well. Um, Chicago with uh, Chicago will whistle. What is wrong? Chicago will withhold. Yeah, that's right. Chicago will withhold high school diplomas unless students have a job, college, or military plans. And y'all know this name, Raul Emanuel, right? Yeah, he has made the Chicago Public Schools the first big city system to require a job, a college acceptance letter, a gap year program enrollment, or enlistment in the military as a condition of graduating from high school. 
<laughs> so what are, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, really, um, it will become it, it will start. Uh, let's see, in twenty twenty for the graduates in twenty twenty. That's when they would have a, have to have all this. Um, a lot of people are saying, look, you know, Chicago don't even have the, the money to do all this, the resources to do all this. But you know, they raw you man say we gonna do it. We gonna do it, do it, do it. Um, it's it's, it's interesting because um, if you read the article, you know they tell you the little um, nicks and nacks about it. You know, counselors and not having funds and things of that nature. Um, but here's here's um, my take on it. All right, I think it's a dang good idea. I really do. And y'all know I have said for a long time that you know uh, when. When kids graduate high school, if they don't have that college acceptance letter or or job, hey, the military is the best place for them. Let's go ahead and make them do two years service. They get the college out the way, and if they want to stay in, they stay in. If they get out, get out, and you know, do what, get a job. But they're not on the street. They're not slinging. They're not out there being um, um, collateral damage. You know what I mean? That's the way I feel about it. I think it's a good idea. Now, when it says when it says hold a degree, that is the question which means are they not gonna are they not gonna get it at all? Or once they produce some one of these three items, then they'll go ahead and give them the um diploma. That is the question at hand. But besides that, hey, I'm with it. I I hey, I I mean really. Um you got to do something. We got I mean, they tried everything else, right? Why not try this? Even even them knuckleheads done tried Trump as president. They see that was wrong, but they tried it, right? <laughs> so now, I mean, why not? Why not? Um, uh, I got a uh, thing he'll say, but I, I I disagree. But I understand where you are coming from. But they earned that diploma. Yeah, they earned it. They earned it. But then again, what happens? If they earned the diploma, then you know, go out and go out into the real world, and nothing happens. Now then they got us the diploma. So this gives them some type of incentive, you know, to be set to do something once high school is over. Now, my illustrious co-host says, well, what if they want to sit out a year or so? Well, I guess they're going to have to get a letter or, or do something to say that. But um, I think that's it's, it's going to be interesting how they do it. Now, I, I really want to know. I'm going to keep track on this because I think it's a real good idea myself. You know, as far as the... the uh, the diploma? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We 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 finna get into this. I know. All right, P. Ross, tell me what you think about this. <laughs> I really okay, know what you're going to say. That um um in the article it said that they do have a gap year in there. Um, either acceptance to a college or a, a gap year program. But in that gap here, they have to be in a trade, you know, apprenticeship, or enlist in the military. So they really don't get a year. Then you know they got to be going into something. But I mean, okay, you want these students to get a job. You want them, you know, to go in, have a plan. Number one, they're seventeen and eighteen years old. And number two, they already earned that diploma, so it's theirs by right. Why are you? Why you want to hold it up? You see. And the other thing is that. You know, you're already talking about the quality of the education that they're already receiving. Now, if that 
that that the education that they're that they're receiving is not top notch, does not qualify them for the job that per se they want to get or that they want to get into, then whose fault is that? You still gonna hold the kids you still gonna hold the kids um diploma up? You know, because they go, you know, they got a job, they set up, they get their diploma, and then they say, oh, well, you know, you're really not qualified for, you know, to do this. You know, we don't have to let you go. Then what happens? See, mm. um, we can't, or after all, we can't hire you, you know, because does that mean that, you know, because some jobs, they want your high school transcript. You know, they don't just want to see your, your diploma. They want your transcript. Are they going to withhold the transcripts as well? See, so so when we're looking at that, and the other thing you said, you know, okay, the military a good plan for who? Who's the military a good plan for? Yeah, you got these benefits, but you got to survive getting out of there first. And number two, if your mind's still right, if your mind's still, the, if you still the same same person that you were when you went in there, you know. So it's it it it, 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 it and then on the other hand, how I think, you know, is this a systematic way? You know, an alternative, you know, for a a mandated draft. We already got, you know, where the, 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 the selective volunteer, you got to volunteer your information, you know. So so then if you're saying that if you don't get a job, you don't go to college, you got to go to the military. All right. Is this another way to implement the draft? See? So because we already know by the statistics, the 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 military, the armed forces in our country, their enrollment has decreased over the years. We don't have as many people in the military as we used to. See, so those are questions that I, you know, I look at. What what what's really what what's really going on? What's the behind the scenes motive motivation for this? I'm just saying. Well, you know, uh, I understand all the points you made. Um, as far as that stop gap, though, I think because when you sometimes when you enlist in the military, they do a thing called um, delayed entry. And I think that what they meant by stop gap, you know, when it comes to the military. Now, you mentioned selective service and, and you see the selective service is not right anyway, because they only require young men at age 18 to register for the um, selective service. Uh, right. you know, so that's right. not, yeah, but. It doesn't require um, young ladies to do the, to enlist. And you're right. right? They, it does not. It yeah. does so, not. So, yeah. So that that's, that's kind of a flawed system in itself. But, I mean, if what other alternative is there then? I mean, I can see the, the, the I really can see the point and the purpose behind uh, Ryo Manuel wanting to do this. Okay. Yeah. Should he? Should they withhold the diploma? No. I. I don't say no. No. But what else? What else can we do? What else can we do? You talk. You. You mentioned about giving them the education. They can't even keep teachers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we can't keep teachers. So, um, what? You know. And I was thinking while you were talking. You know, it done died down a little bit. Remember last year, though, they were talking about a fifteen dollar um, an hour minimum wage. We even working at McDonald's. And I'm like, and I was thinking about that. Well, they ain't gonna work for McDonald's for fifteen hours till they decide what they want to do. But, but back to my thing about the military. 
I do believe that the military would help a lot of these young people if just to settle them down, give them a little bit more responsibility, you know, uh, um, learn how to be out there on their own, you know, be responsible for themselves. Because a lot of them, let's admit, a lot of them, they hang, they stay with mom and them forever, and mom and them get on in the, get on there, they get on there. You know, so why not go on and push the little eaglet out the nest? Go on, go on. Do two years, three years at the most. If you don't like it, get out. Um, I heard you mention the old, the old crying, crying yell. Well, if they make it back, well, you know what? They'll make it back pretty much. Pretty much they'll make it back. And, and you, my thought is, if it's your time to go, it's your time to go. More soldiers die on right here in the States than they do over yonder way, over in Iraq or, or Afghanistan. So it, it, it's a way, to me, it's a way for them to get out, be responsible for themselves, under, and, and learn how to understand what it takes once they get out if that's what they decide to do. You know, it, it, but I don't see anything really, really um, bad about about the, the idea. I really don't. But then again, you know, I, I, I take medication, y'all, so y'all have to give me some time. <laughs> that, that, that was a good one. <laughs> idea it just made it need to be tweaked a little bit to make it more um feasible and doable but i think um that's a good idea i really do but we'll keep you know we keep following and see because uh, I, I know a couple people from chicago so I, I can find out all right so here's the next one <laughs> and this one is really crazy the high graduation rate of black students in Prince, Count, Prince George County, Maryland, has brought charges of great inflation by public officials. Um, <laughs> and uh, what it is, is they're, they're raising questions about black educational achievement and accusing uh, people and say there's evidence that such achievements in this particular school district was a result of fraud. Um, the urging of black school board members and Democratic state lawmakers um, has called for investigation in this predominantly black county, which is among the most prosperous black communities in the nation. It didn't say in Maryland. It didn't say in um, the north. It said in the country um, over allegations of grade inflation and rising high school graduation rates. <laughs> the governor has asked Maryland State Board of Education to look into potential wrongdoing in the um, Prince George County school system amid allegations students' grades were fraudulently altered in order to boost graduation rates. Um, the county has an 81% graduation rate. Um, some state board members and local officials claiming it was due to manip manipulation of grades and credits. Um we're going to stop right there for a moment. So once again, once again, there's an issue going on here. You know, you got a high graduation rate, but they're not happy with that. Is it because it's a black school 
or is there actually some some actual um truth to grade manipulation now let's 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 be honest let's go back a few years when they got those educators down in Atlanta and, and sent them off to jail for changing test scores as well so it's not like it's it's not it hasn't been done before but if you one of the the prosperous black communities in in the nation why would do you think they would even steep that low that to actually change grades hmm I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think in this situation is. Um, later on in the article, though, it goes on to say that they do believe that there are um, um, what the thing is called a uh, 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 political play, political play involved in this thing right here, and uh, it could be because you know Baltimore got some crazy stuff going on anyway, um, <laughs> uh, and so you know let's. Uh, uh, uh. You know, I don't know about this. What do you think, P. Ross? What do you yeah, think? Yeah, I, I, I do. I do believe there's more to it than 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 meets the eye. And and the thing is, you know, at this point in time, you know, how I mean, if you look, you know, has anybody looked at the the the, the statistics of the graduation rate before this? Well, I mean, if they've already had a high graduation rate, you know, at that level, then what's the issue? All of a sudden, now, why is it such an issue right now? Why bring it to the forefront right now? You know, and like they said, you know, it may be, you know, somebody who want to get in the office, so they want to look at something, and they need a, 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 you know, a platform to run off of, you know. And like you say, yeah, it did happen in Atlanta, but this is not Atlanta, you know. Mm, and a, apparently, apparently, you know, there is already a track record. For that these students do well, that they are high achievers. So you mean to tell me that all of a sudden, just because I need a platform to run on, let's let's do an investigation. Let's let's see why. Rather than rather than let's see how, not why, but let's see how, and can we take what they're doing and implement it in the other schools so you know other students you know can can maybe meet this level of no, they're not thinking about it like this. No, this just can't be true. Mm. You know, okay. they want to be you know skeptical, you know, uh, about it. Mm. Yeah. So, um, go ahead. Yeah, nah, you got to take it with a grain of salt. You know, I mean, <laughs> it, it would be very, it would be very, you know, disappointing if 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 that were the case, but. I just don't. I just don't believe that that is indeed the case. I just don't believe that is indeed the case. I just think that somebody wanted to kind of, you know, get out there and kind of make their name known. So this was something that, you know, they could they could drum up. This is some propaganda that they could throw to the front, you know, and make it seem as if there was some type of wrongdoing. And when in in reality, in and of themselves, they know, no, nah, this this is legitimate. You know, <laughs> you know, so yeah, that's that's yeah, my but, but the interesting thing is said at the urging of black school board members, you know, and I'm looking at that and I'm like, really, really, at the urging of black school board members and Democratic state lawmakers, you know, they, <laughs> um, it's it's quite interesting to say the least, and. The whistleblowers actually say they have 
convincing, convincing, convincing evidence of um, how how to put it. They have clear and convincing evidence of the fraud. So, if that's the case, then um, why didn't they bring it? If they if that if that's the case, if that is indeed the case, then why didn't they bring all of that to the forefront? Why bring accusations and no evidence? Why is there a need for an investigation if you already have the evidence? And 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 furthermore, if you are on the board now, if you are on the board, what is it that somebody did that you didn't get your way that you got kicked off that now you're gonna go after you know this whole district? <laughs> you know, you know, yeah. Willing, uh-huh. you know, did, did 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 your child not pass? Was your child not one of those people that got those high scores? You know, because basically mm. they didn't put in the work. You know, mm. come on, what what is the real motivating factor? You know, if you have the evidence, why don't you present the whole story rather than you know, allegations? You know, mm. if, if you if if you indeed have this, and that, and that's another thing, you know that that. And I'm not saying that we're supposed to cover for each other or, or any of that, but if there was illicit wrongdoing, why didn't you correct the problem in-house rather than bringing it out in the open? You know, some mm. things can be dealt with, and, and it don't have to become it don't have to come in the public eye. Too much infighting between black folks, you know, over mm. foolishness. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you know. Most times, things like this, hey, we're not trying to watch nothing under the rug, but we found some inconsistencies, and we need to fix this, you know, mm. and, and, and let it be over and done with. Come to the media, you know, after the situation has been dealt with and fixed, you know, mm. not I mean, because at the end of the day, you're the one bringing it, but you're the one that look like the jackass because mm. he's your own people, idiot. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> you know, I'm... You know, I'm just saying. It, mm-hmm. I just, I just don't understand that concept. I, you know, yeah. I just, I just, you know. Yeah, you know that's interesting because it says the county has an 81 percent graduation rate, and, and mm-hmm. you know, being that it's in a black community, yeah, that's gonna people gonna look at it. But you know, if it's in one of the most prosperous black communities in the nation. I would think, you know, they have the resources to to make um to have that actual high graduation rate. Exactly. You know, but you know, it, it it just goes to show, you know, just like we say they turn they turn on on themselves, yeah, we turn on each other just as fast, even if not quicker, faster, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm going to keep yeah. up with this story and y'all know what happened with this. Because um, this is very, very, it's sad, actually. It really is. Um, you know, but the interesting thing, under this this new guy named Baker, I'm trying to see his whole name. I, I had it highlighted. Rashawn Baker. He's the um, Prince County, George County, best educated in the country. Yeah, okay. Uh, he's the chief executive. That's what he is. Um, since he's been in charge, though, Violent crime has dropped thirty percent. Homicides has dropped forty percent. You know, and graduation rates have increased. So, why would you want to want to even mess with that? You know, because it, it makes no sense. But we do things for political reasons and and just for reasons out of spite. And sometimes, you know, it's just not right. It's just not right. See. I'm telling you, we need some weed. But anyway, 
<laughs> uh, I don't know what's wrong with me and weed today. But anyway, um, I see I got um, one of my favorite callers on the line here. So let me bring her in because I know she, she got a lot to say on, on what we talked about so far before we move forward. All right, Sister Ngoni, welcome to the show. How you well, doing? Well, hi, Mr. Talk. I'm doing well, and yourself? I'm doing good. Thank you for good. asking. Let me greet your new co-host. I know she's been around for a minute. Greetings, T. Ross. Hey, how are you? I'm doing good. I, I thought your topics were very interesting as usual, and I couldn't help but think when you brought out about the urging of black board members and legislators, I thought, aha, money. There it is right there. <laughs> okay. And then and another another angle I thought of uh, was, you know, they always plan far in advance of us, you know. Right? Would you agree that the the the, the planners or whoever they are, they they have a a plan laid out long before we even realize they're directing us in a certain direction? What do you think about that? Definitely. Well, the reason I, I thought about that was, and Mr. Talk, I sent you the link uh, where it talks about their plan for uh, the economy uh, by 2020. Well, first of all, we know that. You know, they put out the myth, uh, they be the latest uh, mythologist in the White House uh, about bringing jobs back. Uh, well, that's not going to happen. I mean, Kissinger went over there to China a long time ago, decades ago, and set up the, the moving of the jobs out of America. And personally, I don't think that's going to be reversed, um, not in a, uh, a way that it used to be, you know, with manufacturing all over the place, uh, for good paying jobs like it used to be back in the 70s, 60s, and so forth. That's what I mean. Uh, I think the jobs, if anything, will be low-wage capitalist service jobs. And so they had some statistics uh, that said that by um, 2020, they anticipate 35% uh, of the job openings will require at least a bachelor's degree. 30% of the job openings will require some college or an associate degree. 36% of the job openings will not require education beyond high school. So I got to thinking, well, hmm, maybe that's the reason why they got the little feathers ruffled, you know, about the, uh, these prosperous uh, black children uh, graduating at 81% rate because, you know, uh, they don't intend to have a level playing field here in America, do you think? You see I any signs of that? Well, yes. if you look at it, it has never been a level level playing field. Even well, where I, I was being facetious, T. Rob. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was being facetious, <laughs> and that's my point. So, if they plan way in advance and they have certain pockets, uh, we know that the the so-called majority is losing their position as far as the middle and upper middle class, right? Definitely. So I, I don't know, maybe I'm off base here, but that, that was my thinking on the thing, that it's a matter of scarcity and planning, and they, they have certain pockets that you want to utilize certain groups of people uh, in this so-called country for. Uh, and mostly, as we can see, uh, what they've been utilizing our people for is to uh, uh, fill up the beds in the private for-profit prisons. So they can't have 81% of black folks catching on the idea that maybe it'd be a good idea <laughs> to graduate and get educated for real, you know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's kind of hard. To, it's kind. It's kind of hard to direct them from kindergarten into the jails. When, you know, when they have the aspirations that you know they can be somebody. They kind of right. hard to hard to get them to get out there on the corner and sell dope. You know, you, you know what I'm saying. They got other ideas, like maybe being an entrepreneur or building their own corporations, or or maybe leaving the hell up out of here. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Talk. That slipped. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, I slipped a couple times today myself with my music. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I heard that smoke marijuana every day. I said, well, all right, they're doing it anyway. <laughs> yeah, but you know, and that's you. you I'm reading the little link you sent me now, and that thirty percent. Uh, well, the grad, the bachelor's degree. Um, you know, um, basically, we we already there, and in most yeah, but cases, keep they, in mind we're only fourteen percent of the population. Don't forget that piece. Yeah, right. Yep. <laughs> no, we can't forget that. <laughs> so, Not so you at see all. where I'm coming from here, where they want to make sure yep. certain groups of people stay in their lane. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't argue with that one. That makes sense. Well, it's just makes a thought. Uh, you know, it's just a thought. <laughs> it's just a thought. I don't think right. anything that happens really has to do with, uh, see, I think it, when we try to rationalize what's going on in today's world using logic and rational thinking, it, it never makes sense. I keep hearing you, hearing you say, oh, oh, that, that doesn't make sense. But then why, why would it make sense? For a so-called leaders, this already illustrated their education, whatever whatever level of degree they have, haven't served them well because they didn't bankrupted their own <laughs> government. <laughs> so why do we care what they think anyway? They already and showed themselves to be uh, inept and not very well educated. They, they have they not? Yes, that they have. That they have. So they true, have. so true. That they have. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess I ran my mouth long enough. Thanks for taking my call. <laughs> oh, thank you, Sister Egoda. You know you're welcome anytime. Don't put you <laughs> you're back welcome. Uh, Bye-bye. You hit, the, Bye-bye. hit the button. Hit the button. <laughs> All right. Oh, my goodness. Hey, that's Sister Egoda. Hey, she, she, she's on it. But she did bring up some the the... The main reason, more than likely, financial, money, money, money. Right. Plus, it's, it's part it's part of a bigger plan. Oh, it is. Hold on. It is. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. What is the motivating factor behind you? You're bringing it up now, you know, and why couldn't it have been dealt with in house if it is indeed a real issue? Mhm. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I I, I got to keep looking that up. I, I got to keep working on that one as well, because it's interesting. I want to see what's going to happen with that. I really do. Well, if if it's really as big as this this you know, article makes it seem, you know, they have it on the fake news stations and, and you know give you one version of it. Of course, we'll find the real version. Um, but it is it is what it is. You know, the question is how how long are we gonna keep falling for it? And here's something that just popped up in my mind. Where are the parents at with this? You know, are they? St- I mean, if I was a parent, I know I'd be like, uh, yeah, what's going on? But then again, we know we do have some 
absent parents out there that really don't pay that much attention. You know, long <laughs> long as you got that diploma, boy, you good. Go on. You know. <laughs> oh, see, that goes back to Chicago. You get that diploma, you got to go. You got to go. Get out. You know, but with the Chicago situation, though, I think it's a good idea. Okay, it's a good idea. They just need to tweak it a little bit more. And and like me and you was talking last night, P. Ross, you know, where are the, the, the wood shop classes, the home ec classes? Uh, what else we had? I think those were the yeah, main the two shop, right there. We had the metal shop. You know, we had, we had a lot. Yeah. We had a lot. We even yeah. had a we even had auto mechanics, so I mean, yeah. you know, those things are non-existent now. But they want them to go into a trade school after they graduate. What happens, you know, to having those things in-house? Well, even even music, you know, is no longer essential now, in 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 school. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so a lot of things have been cut out, you know, just to focus on a standardized test. This is what you teach. If your kids don't pass the standardized test then you as a teacher, you know, you're a failure. So, you know, mm. they even said, look at all the number of teachers, you know, um, that they're talking about. They 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 fired 500 and then another 1,000, you know. So, I mean, <laughs> who's going to take a for for mentoring these students to get them into a position, you mm. know. So, I don't know, it's just not well th- thought through. It's just not, you know. They're setting them up for failure. Honestly, that's what I believe. They're setting them up for failure. You know, I mean, they they, (laughs) they perceive that it's a good idea, but no, it's not. It's not. You don't think so? Okay. All right. I don't think so. Now, okay, here's here's an interesting um, bit of information here. A 2015 study found Racial disparities in school readiness in terms of math, reading, and behavior are improving for all groups of children except for black. (laughs) Oh, black kids. The black children are nearly four times as likely uh, than their white classmates to be suspended from school. Um, The 47% national graduation rate for black males is nearly 28% points lower than that for white males in 10 states. Wow. The graduation rate uh, gap exceeds 30 percentage points. So, you you see that, right? (laughs) I just said it's a failure. I just said it. Yeah. I know, and that's what I'm looking at. Um, and it, the, the article goes on to say that, um, you know, a lot of times the the parents are actually to blame. You know, people want to blame the, the parents. You know, but um, sometimes it's just not that. It's, it's not that. Number one, it goes back to teachers again. You know, we can't get the good teachers, especially not in the inner city because they don't have the resources to pay them. <laughs> right. Exactly. So. Yeah. And and the article goes on to say that basically what happens is um, a lot of times the parents really weren't that good in school themselves, which means, you know, they pass that down to their kids like, okay, just do it. And as long as you get out, we're good. You know what I mean? And that's, that, that is not a good thing. But like we say, it's, it's all a part of this generational thing. <laughs> 
You know what I mean? Um, USA Today reported black high school students are more likely to attend the schools that don't offer Algebra 2, Calculus, Chemistry, or Physics. In addition uh-huh. to being more often denied advanced courses, black students are also more likely to have inexperienced teachers. See, there it is right there. Yeah. Mm. I yeah. just told you the quality, the quality of the education that they're receiving is it is it enough to prepare them, you know, to enter into the workplace? And we know for a fact that it is not. <laughs> you know, there's no, there's no sense in 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 joining in on the line. You know, there's no sense mm. in perpetrating helping to perpetrate the fraud. You know, what can we do to fix it? Number one, I think we mm. need to go back to educating our own kids. You know, mm. we were more, we were more successful then because it, we were guaranteed that they learned. You know, we didn't we didn't have to depend on somebody else to do that which we could do for our own selves. You know, now am I pro segregation? Well, you can say what you want to say, but before, you know, we had a sense of responsibility for our community. You know. Our kids didn't go outside looking no any kind of way. You know, they mm. they had to be appropriately dressed, you know. Mm. Yeah, hey, you don't go out there, you don't bring no shame on our family. You you pull your dog on pants up, you put on a dress shirt, make sure your I mean, you know, make sure your clothes are clean, ironed and pressed because you gotta look like somebody. You know. Mm. It wasn't all of this, you know, you just get up in the morning and wake up out of bed, roll over and go to school. You know, no, that wasn't acceptable. That was not acceptable. You know, we had grandparents, we had aunties, you know, and if, if, if her parents, her mothers, you know, were working, you know, it was always somebody there to, to make sure we ate breakfast, you know, before we left. When we came in, you know, we got a good hot meal or we we had to take our lunch to school, you know. They made sure that we always had the necessary things that we needed. And when we got in for school, if we had homework, hey, that's the first thing you did. You got out of your school clothes, you did your homework, you did your chores. Then if it was time for playtime, you got playtime, you know. But there's no discipline like that anymore because parents are no longer overseers. You know, parents want to be friends. And that's not everybody, but for for the most part, parents want to be friends with their children. Kids don't need all this electronic stuff. They don't need all these cell phones, iPhones, computers, laptops, you know, you know. They don't need all of this stuff. What they need is your time. Mm. You instill in them the values that they need to succeed. You know, they don't need a friend. They got enough fake friends at school and around in the community. They don't need a friend. They need a parent. They need somebody to lay down the law to them and to instruct them and to set boundaries for them. See, because when they become an adult, I'm telling you, Law enforcement these days, and y'all already see the evidence of it. You know, they're not asking names. You become a member, whether it's on your toe or on your chest. See, and 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 we have to teach our children that, you know, because they 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 really are oblivious to what's really going on in the world because nobody has taken the time to teach them responsibility and accountability. Uh huh. Okay, so what happened is if it's a single parent with three or four kids and they're working two two jobs, then where 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 does that responsibility fall then? 
It's still falling. It's still uh-huh. falling. Still fall on the parent. Still fall on the parent because I was a single parent. I was a single parent with five, six kids working two jobs and going to school. It is no excuse. You do what you want to do. You find a way to make it happen. Do things always work out right? No, it don't. But you at least got to make the effort. You know, and I and I say all the time I was really blessed because when 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 I was in Cincinnati, you know, God sent Miss Marshall, He sent Miss Green, you know, God bless them, they going on now, you know. He sent women because it was just me and my kids. I didn't have any family there, see. But mm. these women came in and instructed me, and they helped me with my children while I was working the two jobs. You know, they showed me a better way to do things. Mm. There are resources, right. but it, it used to be. I don't know now. It, there are resources out there because, like, when when I work during the summer, my kid, I pay for my kids to go to to the Y. You know, they were always in a program, in some kind of educational program. You know, they didn't just sit around the house; they couldn't. You know, because mm-hmm. hey, I had five boys. Boys do stuff. You can't trust them. They need <laughs> to be told. <laughs> boys, boys do stuff. You, you can't know, trust you, them. Really? You you have to know your children. I, and I, okay. you know, I don't know about the rest of y'all parents, but you have to know your children what they will and what they will not do, and what they are capable of. Because when you are not around, them kids gonna test the waters. They yeah. are going to test the waters. You know, yeah. and you know, and, and and you telling them, you know, I ain't raised you like that. They they go, they know for a fact you ain't you ain't raised them like that. That's why they don't do that around you. But then. When there are, like I said, when there are no boundaries, when there are no boundaries, you know, we find our kids in situations, you know, that we never thought they would get into. Or we found hmm. them on the cold, or we find them on the cold slab in in, 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 in the morgue. Hmm. But even now, in my as adults, even now, they tell me it's just some things, you know, we just ain't gonna do. Because we know, you know, my 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 she 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 ain't even playing, she ain't even playing that even now, and even with their own children, and it just goes back to that scripture: raise up a child in the way that he should go, and when he is old, he do not, he will not depart from. Mm. Uh huh. Amen to that. I knew it. I knew it. I knew that. You just took everything I had to say and just put it in one of the big old pot and stirred it up, spit it out, and now everybody's time for everybody to digest it. You already know. You already know. You know. I'm just. I'm just gonna tell you the truth, and and that's just it. I know some parents don't like it, but the the bottom line is those children didn't ask to come here. You know, you have them now. That is your responsibility. You cannot negate your responsibility as a parent. I don't care what nobody else says. I don't care what your state, DCF, or whomever say. At the end of the day, those are still your children, and you are responsible to raise them in a way that makes them responsible adults. But, however, now let me say this. If you don't have no pride or no no values or no moral ethics in yourself, then what do you think your children are going to have? They're not going to do what you say. They're going to do what you do. So, Ooh. 
when 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 you look at Boo Boo, little Boo Boo, with all these you know girlfriends or all these boyfriends, what did you put in front of them? How were mm. you living? How were you acting? Mm. They saying all these you know using profanity and have no respect for adults. How were you living? How were you acting? Not that child's fault. What was his environment? What did you put in front of them? Can't keep blaming society because our kids are failing or because our kids are not what we expected them to be. What did we put in front of them? What type of home environment did they have? Where did we allow them to be when they weren't in our presence? Hmm. Woo. Okay. Hold on. Sister Ngoni want to come back in. She want to get her get a little taste of this subject right here. So let me bring her in, <laughs> into the conversation. All right, Sister Ngoni. Uh, Thank you, Mr. Talk. Thank you. I I, want to say that I agree with every word your co-host just spoke. And I do say this with respect, and I don't mean to come off like there's no hope, but I have to say to your co-host, it's T, right? With the T, T -T T-E-E? Yeah, the T doesn't matter. Okay. That you're appealing to morals, and that would work. In the same world, but we don't live in that world no more. And and I want to say that, you know, yes, parents have responsibility, but the state has put laws and imposed crazy, uh, insane kinds of conditions and broken up families. I mean, we have history and documents to show that the family was purposely divided. There's been studies done. Uh, that children today are no longer bonding with adults. They're bonding with other children through electronics. They're even in the schools, uh, you know, they're they're not being taught uh, to in some schools, uh, you know, to write to to to, to learn to uh, write uh, with in cursive, or or you know, they're they're, they're, they're being so so so. I, I'm trying to point these little things out to say in my view that again we go back to the planners or the social engineers. Now I'm not saying there's nothing we can do about it. I, I like I refuse to give up, and I, I like I said I respect and agree with every single word you said. However, I think if we don't look at the really uh, horrible things, like for instance, and I, I hope I'm not jumping the gun here because I think on your list, Mr. Talk, you were going to talk about this later. So I, I hope I'm not, you know, stepping on that. But you know, I, what comes into mind is that these gender uh, laws that they're passing, where you, now in Canada the C16 bill they passed, where the state can take away the children if they don't allow uh, their children to decide what gender they want and respect the names that they're <laughs> deciding that they want to be, uh, you know, uh, referenced by. I mean, that's the kind of crazy stuff that's going on now. And it's even worse than that. I'm just hitting the tip of the iceberg with what's going on all around us. So when we say, well, parents should take responsibility, well, they're crazy too. Because they was made crazy by their program. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, so I, I'm going to stop there because I, 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 it's, it's overwhelming. It is. It is. It is. It is. It is. I remember the last time you had a real conversation with somebody that don't have a cell phone sitting in front of their face. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
I, I, I personally, I tell them, put it down. You, we, we here, put it down. It ain't going nowhere. It ain't going nowhere. I, le- you know what? It's funny because I leave mine in the car a lot. <laughs> I really do. I just leave plugged up in the car. I'm like, okay, whoever it is, they call me back later. <laughs> it's that important. But you know, both of what do you have? Both of what you have said is is correct though. Um. Yeah, sister Gunner, you know, we'd had these conversations about hope and, you know, is there any hope? Yeah, yeah, there's some. I don't know how great it is, you know, because if you look at it now from generation to generation, it, it's not a good sight. It, it really isn't. It's, it's really not. You know, and, and just think about the next couple of generations coming up, and you're like, Lord, I hope something changes because if, if they don't follow anything like their parents are, are or even their grandparents are now, it's a scary. It's a scary thought. It really is. Did you hear the terror in my voice? <laughs> 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 no, I didn't hear all that. But anyway, oh, well, it listen, was there. It was there. Okay, okay. But, you know, you have such a strong voice, and you know, you you zoo confidence, uh, confidence. You know, and. and if I ain't getting my weed from the VA, I ain't going to have too much more confidence. <laughs> when you, oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, Lord. Let me, let, let's go on and move on to this, this thing about these teachers down in South Florida. And, and I'm going to put you back in the queue, sister, and go on there, okay? Okay. Um, thank you. About uh, these teachers down in South Florida and Southern Florida, they can't pass their teaching test. Now, <coughs> and, they're lo- and, and they're losing their jobs. They are losing their jobs. And it was interesting because a lot of them were saying, well, you know, uh, the test is hard and it, the test is not fair and what have you. Well, I have some teacher friends in the state of Florida and a couple other places. So, you know, I reached out to them and asked them some questions about teacher certification. And it's interesting that right now it's only happening down in between Central Florida and South Florida. And you're like, okay, so what is the difference? What What is really going on? You know, and it, I found out, in fact, that in Florida, as far as teacher teacher tests go, once you take the test and pass it, you're good. You're good. You re- only thing you have to do is recertify. <laughs> yeah, and you, you you know that's like every four years I think I was so yeah, yeah, um yeah. But once you if you take it, pass it, you're good. Just go and recertify. Now here's the, oh, excuse me, um but they do have performance pay in Florida, you know, so they, they, they that's more pressure on them, um. As looking at this and talking to other teachers, not only in the state of Florida, but the state of Louisiana, Texas, and I think I reached out to someone in New York, and they're like, no, nah, we don't have any problems. So my question is, is it the test, or could it just actually be the the, the so-called teachers that they just can't pass the test? This That's my question, because, it, you know, it, I mean – it has so much, so much. Well, you know what? I, I almost got got beside myself. I got a couple of clips I can play that explains it more than better than I can ever say. All right, so we're gonna get these three clips in real fast. Y'all get your pens and paper, pens and paper out so y'all can take notes. And uh, when we come back, we're gonna talk about this thing. All right, so here we go. 
Tonight, an ABC Action News investigation uncovers high-quality teachers unable to teach right here in Florida. Arcadia Legrone has spent months digging into Florida's critical teacher shortage, only to discover why a series of recent changes by the state to recruit the very best teachers is actually backfiring. In 2015, the state revised its teacher licensing exam, but we discovered in the state's quest for the highest quality teachers, some students are learning from the lowest quality teachers. If you're wondering, I teach AP Psychology about the creds, some of the highest scores in my school for that, of a great teacher, and earned that 4.0. Meet. I have these amazing relationships with colleagues and students. Julie McHugh. I've been doing this for 21 years. So we didn't expect to hear the South Florida classroom veteran say, I'm contemplating absolutely 100% leaving the classroom. And we certainly didn't expect to hear why. I can't pass a test. This test is designed to make you want to quit. Teaching student Ama Muhammad fears she won't see day one in a classroom. It crushes you. They are among a growing number of teacher hopefuls who last year failed. I am so upset. Florida's teacher licensing exam. The state made tougher a few years ago. How am I not qualified to be in the classroom? I don't understand. It's a must pass. It's so disheartening. To teach, or like Julie, earn more teaching in Florida. Sat for it a fourth time, and I got the same results. Missed it by one point. Something is very wrong. Turns out failure rates from Florida's teacher certification and leadership exams are at an all-time high, up more than 30% on parts of the exam. We're concerned. I'm concerned. Dr. David Alsop is associate dean at the University of South Florida's College of Education. Do you think that this test is a good measurement of high-quality teachers in no. Florida? So what is it measuring? Um, well, that's a good question. But bad for him. Last year, nearly 10% of students here graduated with a diploma, but not a passing score on the state's test. So they spent uh, four plus years of their lives preparing to be a teacher, and now they can't teach. Add that to Florida's ongoing teacher shortage. Are you saying that the state's answer to recruiting higher quality teachers might actually be backfiring on them? Yes, to some degree at this point. That's because the use of long-term subs or those spending more than a week in a classroom is up in some districts. In fact, we found one district this year using long-term subs in more than 50 of its classrooms, five of those classes for the entire school year. So you're ending up with people who are less well-qualified. Bob Schaefer works with FairTest.org, a national nonprofit publicly critical of standardized tests for students and teachers. There is no evidence whatsoever that doing well on these initial teacher entry exams means that you'll be a better classroom educator. No one from the State Department of Education would speak to us on camera. In an email, a spokesperson described the plunge in passing rates as anticipated and increases over time. Multiple tests later, Ama Muhammad finally passed the state's exam. I will not sit and take this test again. After 18 months of studying, I'm over $1,000 in fees. Tonight, an ABC Action News investigation uncovers high-quality teachers unable to teach right here in Florida. Arcadia Legrone has spent months digging into Florida's critical teacher shortage, only to discover why a series of recent changes by the state to recruit the very best teachers is actually backfiring. In 2015, the state revised its...
Tonight, Florida's Department of Education is finally responding to our I-Team investigation. Over the past month, we've exposed how a recently revised state teacher test is forcing highly effective teachers out of Bay Area classrooms. Now, for the first time, the state is acknowledging the problem. Investigator Katie Legrone explains how the state is stepping in. That's right. It's a significant response to historic failure rates on a test every teacher in Florida must pass to teach in a classroom like this one. The state now wants to give teachers money. The problem? Some teachers aren't buying it. You just feel so defeated. They are frustrated Florida teachers. It's very frustrating. Fed up with a state test. There's something wrong with that exam. They can't pass. How many have failed it at least twice? Again. Five times? And again. Seven times? And again. After the state dismissed our questions about historically high failure rates on this teacher test as typical and increases over time, the Florida Department of Education is now acknowledging a problem, proposing $15 million in next year's budget to help teachers pay for initial certification and renewal fees. According to the state, the money will save each teacher as much as $555 to become certified. They're just trying to get make money off of teachers. But between testing fees and study material, $500 isn't making much of a dent for these teachers who have already spent that and then some. $2,500, Including Caitlin Frank. Over $5,000. Who, after five tries, has yet to pass and get her certification. We are defeated by this test, that this test makes us feel inadequate, not able, not just nothing. A series of recent changes by the state. Back in February, we were first to reveal how recent state changes to this test has resulted in unprecedented failure rates, forcing even highly qualified teachers like Clarissa Curry out of the classroom. The Department of Education told me that I have until May, which is the last month of school this year, and I don't know what my looking like what it's looking like next year. The test administered by Pearson View costs teachers up to $215 to take, and the price goes up if you have to retake it. Some questions don't go towards your score. So, so ask these teachers if the state's solution helps. No. 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 <laughs> Not for this class, who believes the problem with this test goes much deeper than money. You already know everybody has different learning styles. Everybody learns different, but you test in everybody the same way. The problem is the test. Nothing else. Also part of that budget, more than $40 million to help recruit teachers and keep them. If approved, this money wouldn't start helping until next school year. I'm I-Team investigator Katie Legrone taking action for you. Now, <laughs> that explained it a whole lot better than I did. And that's yeah. the state of Florida. That's the state of Florida. Now, here's what... <laughs> You know, because it caught me again when I heard him say it. What is money, how is money going to help them pass the test? How How is that going to work? Number two, um, it seems to be um, concentrated in, and like I said, between the central and the south part of Florida. Um, I, I don't know. Something else got to be going on. You know, are, are these teachers, I'm not going to call them dumb, but I can't see all those teachers not passing the test. I mean, what do you think, T. Ross? Maybe I'm just out there somewhere in, in my life. Man. But I don't, I don't see them. 
You missed the part when the professor himself had said, you know, these they they graduated, you know, with high scores, you know, and 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 it was enough for them them to graduate. But when they took the state the state standardized test, you know, they unequivocally flunked it. Now, how is that even even possible? You would think that if you have the same curriculum while you're in in a state of Florida college, you know. That and and this curriculum, you know, college curriculum, you know, is supposed to prepare you for the test that you know you should be able to pass the test. The one lady said, she said it was just by one point. I mean, come on now, how is this possible? What's what's really going on? You know, with 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 this test. And another thing, another another question that I have, you know, is is that why did it take y'all so long to look at it? And again, why is it just is it the same test in in South Florida that is it, that is administered in North Florida? Is is it the same uh-huh. test or the same you know the same type of test, the same question, or is it you know randomly mm-hmm. selected or just this for this section of 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 the state? I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I mean, it it's suspect. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, 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 it's that is a good word. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah. now now let's really re, re, let's really put this in perspective. If if that is the issue with the teachers not passing the test, how do they expect the students to pass the test? You well, see what I'm saying? Don't they just roll down. And and actually, um, the state of Florida they they they're trying to recruit teachers from out of state. Out of country, right. not just out of state, right. but out of country. Right. So, See. I mean, so you willing, <laughs> uh, <laughs> if if you're willing to bring somebody in out of out of the country that may not even speak, you know, English well, you know, uh, it's it, it's just amazing. It just has you shaking your head because you're like, how? What's really going on? But then again, you have to take a look at. Right there in that part of Florida, what is happening down there? To where you have teachers that can't pass a certified test. However, from from North Florida down, you know, teachers aren't having any issues. So exactly. I, I, I mean, so what is going on down here in Central Florida, <laughs> in, in Central and Southern Florida? You know, and let's see, Miami-Dade County had 75 teachers at risk of losing their teaching jobs. Broward County was looking at 153. St. Lucie already gave 17 teachers a pink slip. Polk County was forced to fire 79 teachers who had proven records in the classroom but hadn't been able to pass the state's teacher test. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that, that That is just crazy, man. And, and and we wonder why our kids can't get an education. We know because they only they only um um teaching the test anyway, a test anyway. But I, right. I'm looking at this. I, I'll be like, where is you know where my, what what's going on here? What's going on? So that was that's what's going down in, in Central Florida. And it's interesting. I don't I don't know what to tell you about that one. You know, it, it's it's kind of suspect, but in a way you can say, well, those teachers need to buckle down. But after taking the test five times, five times, now the first one cost you, what, $200 plus. $200. Then each time, yeah, and then it's each time bad. it goes up. I mean, that alone would make me stop <laughs> taking the test. 
You know, like, no, I can't afford that. I can't. You know, and and just to sit there, can you imagine the, the anxiety and the pressure they feel? You know, each time they go and take it, if they didn't take it the first, they didn't pass it the first time. That's crazy. But like I said, I reached out to people in other states, and they said they don't have any problem with these um, certification. You know, once you do it, you do it. Then you're done with it. So maybe these teachers just need to buckle down like they tell the students and then study a little bit more. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But we, it is what it is, right? I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. If you try to put logic to it, you you just burn your brain up, trust me. I do it. I do it every night. I, I try to put logic to some of this stuff, man, and my brain just be leaking. That's why I need that marijuana. I'm trying, I'm trying to tell him. <laughs> what? Anyway, uh, let's talk about what's going on in Canada. This is a very interesting article coming out of Canada. Where? Uh, well, let me back up first. All right. A couple of years ago, I think it was last year. Yeah. Um, 2016. I told y'all about a guy who was the first legally non-binary person in the United States. Okay. In other words, they didn't identify themselves as male or female, and they preferred to be called that day or whatever. Well, here's an instance in Canada where <laughs> a child, you know, a couple had a baby, and instead of giving the child a name, they are requesting that the child. Uh, not be given a name until it, it is old enough to decide what sex it is. What, y- what y'all think about that, huh? And their parent um, also identifies as a non-binary trans person. So once again, when we start talking about kids, man, that is right there. You know, the, the environment that they come up with is hard sometimes, and the parent identifies as a you know, not male or female, really. Um, now they can wait till the child grow up. And, 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 and the funny part about it is, what they gonna call the child until then? Huh? What they gonna call the child until then? It's just crazy. Yeah. And yeah, and the mother said, "I am raising Sarah in such a way that until they have the sense of self and com- self and command of vocabulary to tell me who they are." I'm recognizing them as a baby and trying to give them all the love and support to be the most whole person that they can be outside of the restrictions that come with the boy box and the girl box. That, that, that was the parent is saying. Ooh. Of course, British, British Columbia is refusing to issue um, a birth certificate with no sex listed. Um, however, it has issued a child's health card with a U for undetermined and unassigned. <laughs> Isn't that a that's a sign of the things to come? Apparently, huh? Apparently, apparently. Now, yeah, I mean, no, not just in Canada, because right here in the United States, they talking about making designer babies, <laughs> designer well, babies. Yeah, they already doing yeah. that. Yeah, you know. So I mean that's not it's just odd. I, I, I setting the, they're setting the baby up for failure. That's the way I, I'm thinking. I'll be honest with you. You know, and, and you see the more non-binary. That means you don't identify as anything. So when you grow up, you're a girl. 
And for some reason, you think you're a boy. I guess you have to walk around with the boy parts till you can afford to get a, you know. Hey, they can always join the military. They get they're giving away free sex changes now. See, there, there's another oh, use no. for the military. No, no. <laughs> yeah. no. you didn't know that. You didn't know that. Yeah, no, I did not know that. I, yeah. I wouldn't care that. The military are now um, authorizing sex changes for soldiers that identify as trans or whatever they want to call themselves. Yeah. Of course, they got to go through certain steps, but yeah. And to top it off, they are actually giving out, you know, the hormone pills and everything, you know, for them to grow whatever part they need to grow. Now, that's what the military is doing. (laughs) I'm just saying. And I know this for a fact, all right? Um. Wow. For those that don't know what a non-binary person is, it's a catch-all category for gender identities that are not exclusively masculine or feminine. Identifies identities which are thus outside the gender binary and cisnormal. Okay, out the normal name, you know, uh, categories, another sex categories, basically. I don't know why they be trying to put these little big words in here. I know some of us can't read them. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, that that's, that, you know, I'm thinking, I'm scratching my head, and I'm like, so how old is this child going to have to be before they decide what sex she is? In the same token, if you're saying that you are, you're not identified, why are you even worried about it? Just give the child a name. Wouldn't that make more sense? And then let them, if they come up, you change it, right? Yeah, they can call him Chris or Pat, like on Saturday Night Live. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> call it they, that, it. Yeah. Uh, hell. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, <laughs> I mean <laughs> when you look at that, man, you, you just shake your head because you're like, good Lord, what's wrong with these people? <laughs> you know, are they drinking all that bad water still? Yeah. You know, now, are are they you know i i don't know i don't know that 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 article right there just got me so confused right now between you know that that how do you do that you setting the child up for failure before the child even can do anything you are setting the child up for failure why do you do that just because you want to be an it that's your choice but don't do that to your child don't do it to your child and and we know for a fact that once they get in school, kids can be ruthless. Kids, no, I'm not going to say can be. Kids are ruthless. <laughs> they are. They are. You know, and now, you know, many, well, many, basically all the little school systems now, they have this, you know, uh, gender, you have to, you know, be courteous. You can't be discriminatory any any um schools. I mean, any um transgender people, what have you. But I'm thinking, you get in school, you mess around and say the wrong thing, but you a toast. You are a toast. I bet y'all going to need some mental help. It really is. They're going to need some. Hey, do they sell, is, 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 is weed legal in Canada? Do anybody know? Is weed legal in Canada? Maybe that's what the child needs. Yeah, maybe that's what the child needs. Some weed. The parents huh? need something. To bring it. The, the 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 parents need is in uh-huh. need of a of deliverance. 
Because that's some oh, okay. foolishness. Yeah, that's that is some foolishness. Yeah. That is yeah. craziness. All right. Um, there's a sheriff. Sheriff down in, what's this? I think it's in Ohio. One of these places in Ohio where there's a sheriff that says his officers will not, I repeat, will not carry Narcan on their person while on duty. Now, if y'all don't know what that is, that's um, the drug that um, is supposed to stop an overdose. Um, yeah, stop um, people who's going through an overdose. Now, that's what it is. Um, but the sheriff says, uh-uh, nope, we're not doing it. And I'm trying to find an article here. Man, I be I be doing too much sometimes. Uh, <laughs> um, and and he he made some good points though. He really did. Um, basically, what he said was, you know, carrying that is is not going to solve the problem. It's not. Yeah, and, and I agree with him. It's it's not going to solve the problem at all. Of course, we know. Uh, it's interesting because. Um. Where was all this this so-called prevention at back in 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 the you know the seventies and the eighties you know when it was you know started eating up the black community? Where was all this help at then? Why did couldn't we have any something to help us? You know, but then again, I'm being facetious because I know why. <laughs> you know, I know why. But anyway, yeah, um, yeah. He said he's just not gonna do it. I'm trying to see what his name. Robert K. Jones, that's the man's name, the sheriff of Butler County, Ohio, raised eyebrows recently when he said that his deputies will never, never carry the medication. We don't do the shots for bee stings. We don't inject diabetic people with insulin. When does it stop? I'm not the one that describes, decides if people live or die. They decide that when they stick the needle in their arm. I mean... Can you can can you argue with his point here? Can you argue with his point? I mean, it, it, it's okay. I'm 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 along his thinking lines now. I really am. But we know it, it and it, it's crazy because it's opioids. You know, the Vicodin, um, Tylenol with codeine. Uh, what's the other one? <sighs> There's a whole bunch of them. But anyway, yeah, Oxycontin, yeah. Now, we know, let's be honest, let's be honest, we know people of color usually don't even go that way, <laughs> okay? We don't go that way, you know. But once it hit, started in Massachusetts, you know, you think of Massachusetts, you just think, you know, a uh, perfect little city, uh, you know, uh, very bright, <laughs> you know, majority white. Or Caucasian, or European, or whatever you want to call them. Um, now, they started having issues with heroin. Heroin. Um, so now they talk. They started talking about, well, you know, let's instead of arresting them, let's put them in a rehab center. Really, really, you gonna put them in a rehab center? Oh, wow! Thank you, thank you. What about over here on on Nineteenth Street? <laughs> you know, what about Nineteenth? Y'all gonna help them too? Of course not. Now, and, and you know, you look at this now. It, you know, they want to care to stop overdoses. Really, really, huh? That's to say, if they get there in time, right? If they get right. there in time. Yeah. So, 
Nah, I, I'm with the sheriff on here. No, no. What we need to be concerned with is them cameras. They need to keep put on their vest to where they can't turn them off. So when they get to beating on people and stuff, you know, we have something to look at. <laughs> Man. But yeah, that 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 is just crazy, crazy, crazy. Let me bring Sister Angoni back in since we don't have many callers today. Hey, I know she she got a lot of good stuff for us. Oh, uh, yeah. Sister Angoni, are you there? Yes, sir, I'm here. Uh, I was listening, and I was thinking when you were talking about several of the – I wrote notes. And, by the way, your clips were all so good, uh, you know, about the education piece. But um, I couldn't help but think about Saul Alinsky and his rules for radicals. A lot of the topics that you have talked about today, to me, fall under the category of this uh, cultural revolution that's being waged around the globe. I think when we try to look at it from the broader perspective, all of these issues, you know, some people say, oh, it sounds like a conspiracy theorist or whatever. But if anybody can look around the world today and see there ain't something's wrong going on, okay? If they deny that, then I don't know what to call them, but they can call me anything they want to. I don't really care. Are you familiar with Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals? I can't say Are that I am. No, no, I'm not. Well, the the rules, you know, are 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 you know tactics uh, for changing culture, changing society. That's why they're called rules for radicals. He, you know, oh. Solomonsky was a community organizer, and uh, what we have today is like, for instance, one of the number four rule is make the enemy. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, gosh, uh, one of the rules was to shock. You know, to bring confusion. And mm-hmm. and to take you know the norms of society and turn them upside down, to speak mm-hmm. in general terms. You see, and don't you think with all of the things that you talked about today, basically could you categorize them in that manner, like what you were just talking about the children and the issue about the baby not having the name? And uh, I yep. mean, it's ludicrous. These kind of things are. You say, well, they're setting them up for failure. No, they are reengineering society, uh, in my view. And mm. all of these issues fall under their movement, just like when you were talking about why don't they have wood shop in the schools? Why don't they do this? Why don't they do that? Why can't the teachers pass their tests down in uh, southern Florida? Well, if you're going to dismantle the education system in a so-called nation, you've got to start somewhere. Where better to start in a whole state that's been categorized by the um, uh, ACLU map to be in the uh, uh, non-constitution zone? Mm. Okay. So, so somewhere, I mean, look, for instance, you know, we know that in, uh, they use, uh, corporations use certain parts of the country uh, to market, mm-hmm. test. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Dayton, Ohio is a good example where, you know, they put new products on the market and they have certain places around the country where they test market those. Well, if your plan is to, and think of DuBose, the new Secretary of Education, and what she's all about. Uh-huh. <laughs> So, okay. I mean, so, you, you know, and now we, we say, well, something must be wrong with the teachers down there. Well, just wait and see if that spreads around the country. It's not uh, happening in the other parts of the country right now, and I'm not trying to get off of the subject you're on right now, but uh, to me it all goes together. This, hmm. You know, the, the they've even passed laws in uh, Canada where uh, if you don't uh, call uh, these people uh, that choose their 
gender identification, what they want to be called, you can literally be jailed. I'm yeah. going to jail. <laughs> 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 well, I, I, I don't even know. I mean, I think people have a right to be called what they want to, but I don't think the law has a right to impose, uh, uh, you know, on me, you're taking away my freedom to give somebody else their freedom. Uh huh. See, if they don't want me, if they, whatever, I don't hate anybody, okay? I think that, I don't think it's natural. I think it goes against natural laws, universal laws, God's laws, however you want to say it. They're here for however they got here. I don't know if they are a product of, 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 of bioengineering or whatever. I don't know, okay? But, but they're here. And so, you know, I don't want to go out of my way to disdain them or anything like that. But my issue is, who are? What is the agenda for passing laws to force everybody else, uh, which they're a smaller number of people? Or so, what's the point in that? I'm really asking a question. Uh, you know, what in your thinking? What, what what is the? I think I know the answer, but I want to hear somebody else's perspective. What is the purpose of that? This is a small group of people. And we see that the same government is going around the world bombing and killing people all over the planet to force them to do something against their will. But they're going to pass laws now uh, for this small group of people to have their their human rights, so-called, to dress in pink lace if they're, you know, what we used to say is male. Have you seen those outfits, Mr. Tuck? Seen who? The pink, pink lace, new fashion for men. Have you seen the very the sensuous Lace, I mean lace, literally lace, shorts and shirt, see-through. Oh. <laughs> Have you seen no. that? No. I did I did that online. Yeah, I, I, I did. Yeah, Google it, Mr. Talk. Just, just Google pink lace outfits for men. Yeah, that's right. I'll take, y'all, I look, I'll take y'all word for that. I'm uh, looking at that. <laughs> no, you need to see this, Mr. Talk. You, you need to see this with your own eyes because, see, that's why... And I, I don't want to get off the topic that you're on right now, but I can't help but bring this up. That's why I can't understand. How can you advocate? In the beginning of the show, you started off talking about the deal with Illinois and them saying that the children should have to go to the military, and you said it was a good idea. And then you also just pointed out that, you know, you said the military is giving sex changes free. Well, I don't mean any disrespect to you, but no, the military doesn't give anything free, nor does the government. They make us pay for everything, okay? They don't have any money that they don't get when they take it from us. Okay. So how can you justify the children in Illinois say, yeah, it's a good idea, go to the military, when they're doing all these things, they're just as crazy as what you talk about now about this baby not having a name. See how it all wraps together? Every single topic that you talked about today I think it all, they're not isolated incidents. They all go together in this whole, it's not a coincidence, it's not an accident, it's a plan that's being implemented for an agenda and a purpose. And the agenda, you've heard of it spoken many times. Some people say Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, uh, you know, uh, uh, Agenda 29. You know, if if you read those things, you'll see where they plan to have so-called humanity at by a certain time, they yeah. just this is all dissolving a society, turning everything upside down. That's all it is. I'm done. I'm sorry. That's how I see it anyway. Somebody else may see it different. Oh. Talk to me. 
Straighten I'm like you. I don't have none of that good stuff either. I need to smoke something, but I don't have anything <laughs> to smoke. <laughs> so tell me where I'm wrong. <laughs> I might be thinking all crazy. Yeah, no, no, you're you're not wrong. There is a plan, and it has been, like you say, in the works for some time. And and as as we see, and we were talking about on the show a couple of weeks ago, you know, um, the engendering of of our children through Disney Channel and these these other, you know, cartoons and stuff that you know we allow our children, you know, you know, to watch when 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 and 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 it's just to see whether, you know, the people are going to accept what they're putting out there. And because nothing is ever said and nothing is ever done, you know, to come against it, then, okay, well, let's put a little bit more out there. You know, when we were growing up on Sesame Street, husbands and wives were husbands and wives. They were male and female. Now we got same gender on Sesame Street. See, so, and and, and, and what they're indoctrinating our children with is, 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 is telling them that, yes, it's okay, order for them to assimilate, to accept. And they know that it goes up, you know, it goes against everything, every moral, you know, thing that they used to be taught. Oh. We used to be taught. <laughs> so now there is an acceptance and an expectancy, not just an acceptance, but an expectancy for you to conform to everything that they're putting out there. See? No, as for my house, we're going to serve the Lord. I ain't doing it. I hear you. And I, I think that, it. you know, this leading to uh, cover for the pedophilia uh, rings that run, you know, exactly. the global pedophilia, and that's why they're doing these laws and things like that, the CYA, and they're mm-hmm. corrupting the children. And did you see, exactly. uh, Mr. Talk, I sent you a video of this little boy, I think he's about seven or eight years old in Canada, that is a new star... Uh, drag queen. Did you see that? No, oh, I did. Yes. Oh, right. well, what did you send that to me? I got here. Yeah, I, I sent it to you yesterday, or either this morning or yesterday. I sent you two videos. He said okay. you said he's seven or eight years old, and he's a drag queen. He's a famous drag queen, not just a drag queen. And his parents are uh, advocates for his new stardom. Oh Lord! Oh Lord! What the hell? Well, you know, I'm not a Bible scholar. I'm not even a religious person. I I grew up in church, but you know, I, I did my little research and so forth, and 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 I came to the conclusion that there's a whole lot of books missing in the Bible, so I didn't get the whole story. So I decided to be that alone. But I will have to say this about the Bible: all we got to do is read Revelation, because I think we're there. We are 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 there. Yeah, we're, we're there. there. We're there. <laughs> we're there, honey. We're there. We're there. In, in the U.S., we are there. Oh, we it's all there. over the world. Pedophilia rings all over the world. In Australia... A couple of years ago, I read an article where a judge down there uh, passed a law, uh, you know, legally accepting. Uh, uh, what was it? It wasn't pedophilia. Wasn't pedophilia? Yeah, it was pedophilia because I remember the conversation was, well, next it'll be bestiality. That's coming next. Mm. Y'all know that, right? <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll be legal, huh? Yeah. Well, we yeah. were we were we were discussing that earlier. There are already bestiality forums where people can go and um, engage in that type of um, activity. But I'm saying it'll be made legal. Yeah, yeah. That's next. 
Yeah. So, you know, uh, yeah. That's that just nasty. Yeah, that's the truth. It's really, the, uh, I, I'm done. Thank you for taking my call, Mr. Tar. I can't talk anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> wow. Man, I mean, oh, my goodness. But yeah, you look at the way things are rolling. That's that's about where we're headed to. Oh, already there. Depends on what angle you're looking at it from. Um, <laughs> woo, you know. But I guess I guess it goes back to um, a show we had um, a couple of weeks ago. P. Ross, yeah, free will. Yeah. You know, it's their will to do. You know, it's their choice. That's what they're doing. Um, we don't have to like it because. Hey, they don't have the answer to us. They'll be honest, they don't. They don't. So, huh? Yeah, but they don't have to ask somebody at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, but you know, all in all, it, it, it equals. You know, because I, I was thinking, and Sister Goni said something that really, really registered. You know, it's just this small group of people, though. Just a small group of people, right? So, uh-huh. but for such a small group of people, um, they have a lot of power for some reason. <laughs> and I, I mean, man, they have a lot of power for some reason. You know, the pedophilia. It's a small group. It's huh? a small group on the forefront, but it is it it, it 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 doesn't matter the number. What matters is the power behind the group. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's true. It, it, I mean, who's pulling? Who's pulling the strings? You know, <laughs> nothing, gets done, nothing gets done unless there's a, there's a power player behind it. You know, that's pulling the strings and 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 you know making the moves that 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 they need in order for these things to come about. Hmm. Well, I'm gonna do like Alex Jones did. I'm gonna go to Bohemian Grove and see what goes on up there. I'm gonna have me a yeah. camera. <laughs> hey, 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 y'all! If I call one of y'all now, come bail me out, okay? Just because <laughs> you know they're gonna arrest me. <laughs> oh Lord, have mercy! But you know, golly, hey, you know what's so bad about petty fee? It's, it's the same ones that's up there always talking, trying to pass laws against against things. You know what I mean? Always the same ones. And then you got these priests, and they, they still they still doing it. You know, they just find a way around it. I think there was just one arrested the other day. It was some priest um, wow. for the same thing, wow. pedophilia. And, and you know, it, and this this is how 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 crazy we are as people. Okay, if you know this is going on, this has been a a, a something that has been established in this church. Okay. Why are you still letting your young men and young boys go up in there by themselves? I, I, where's the logic in that? <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? I mean, no, 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 no. Pedophilia is just nasty, and, and, and they need to stop. They do a lot of stings right here where I live at. They do a lot of stings, online stings. And you look at some of them folks, you be like, really? Really, do? You know, I, I I don't see it. I don't. You know, but then again, then again, 
you know, I live in my little bubble sometimes, so I understand that. <laughs> I live in my bubble. If it was filled with some, some weed smoke, I'd be even better. But it, it, it's it's really not, not, not. I don't know. What can we do? Can we do anything? Can we do anything? Now, I'm talking as a people now because I'm not talking about black, white, or whatever, because we know black folk, we, we'll fight each other before we fight against, we'll fight each other. You know, so we never get together to accomplish too much of anything because there was there's always one that wants to be higher than the other and, you know, do what they do to tear down crabs in a barrel. That I like to call it crabs in a barrel. You know, so but as a people, as human beings, is there something we can do to stop all this this, this pedophilia and and nastiness that goes on bestiality? and ah. <laughs> That's all I can say. Ah. <laughs> oh my goodness oh lord have mercy alright anyway anyway, P. Ross you got anything else you not on that I mean you know when people make you know we said it people make choices some people under demonic influence they make the best choice that whatever spirit they engage with um Tell them to make, you know, and, and, and until they want to be free or until, you know, salvation comes, deliverance comes, you know, that, that's just the way it is, you know. Something's just going to have to take place. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you got a point. You got a point. But I tell you now, if mine was to walk through the door and say something like that, I would beat him upside the head with the Bible so many times. <laughs> Oh Lord, I would. I would cruel. But I still love him. I really would. I still love him. But I'll beat him down. Eh. Anyway, that's not right, is it? I shouldn't do that. I should be accepting and loving and, and, and trying to understand his plight. That's what, that what the Pope has said now that we should do. That a lot of um, black ministers have said. Even Farrakhan has said it. <laughs> Minister Farrakhan has said it. So, yeah, I, I ain't uh-uh. <laughs> I'm gonna beat him down. <laughs> I'm gonna beat him down. Uh, no way. Huh? I don't even know why you stood there like, like that at that, that time. Uh, yeah. Well, well, you know, I'm just speaking. I'm just speaking. I can't take my meds before I do a show no more. I'll be talking crazy. All right, let me um, bring Sister Ngoni back real fast. Sister Ngoni, I see I you just want wanted to you to know, thank you, I'm sorry. I just wanted you to know I sent you the video of the little boy. He's eight years old. His name is Leticia. Oh, Lord. Oh, oh, my. You can yeah. see his picture if you open up that the link that I just sent you. It's entitled, um, I included it in another uh, email that talks about the United States has legalized pedophilia. Uh, okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, we uh, had an oh. <laughs> yes. Oh. All right, Sister Gordon. Well, we only got 10 minutes left. You want to get some last words in? No, I just thank you no, for I... taking my call. It's been a long time. I enjoyed meeting your co host. You guys are real good together. And have a great evening. Talk thank to you, you later. <laughs> All right, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
And y'all know what? Y'all talking about my co-host real we good together. She won't even let me sing on air. I told her I was gonna say in the day. She said, No, no. no. But it's okay. I'm I'm a winner over. I'm a winner over. I am. I'm gonna win her over. I promise. Uh, One day I'm coming here. I'm just gonna start singing. (laughs) Anyway, then I'm gonna send the tape to somebody to audition. Anyway, what's your last words, ma'am? Before we get up out of here, (laughs) you know, (laughs) we talked about a lot today. But at the end of the day, you know, when we're talking about our children, regardless of the laws that are that are, are are put in place. You know, and I and I, I do understand that there are there are some there are barriers that are put in place that don't want our our children to be educated, that don't want them to be um to be responsible and 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 accountable. But if we're going to thwart that system, then we got to stand up and first be accountable and teach our children the same thing, the same values that we have, and not just throwing caution to the wind. You know. And stop allowing mm-hmm. the teachers, you know, you know, to come in and, and, and basically take over our lives because we don't feel like, it, you know, mm. mm-hmm. or, or, or or we don't we don't we don't understand the importance, or we don't understand, you know, that these are little lives that we have been entrusted with. So we got to do more than allow these systems and this and this systematic destruction of our people and our mm-hmm. and our families as a whole, you know, to continue to take place. And and, and and it goes back to to us covering our children, you know, educating our children, you know, protecting them, you know. And in in, in prayer. We were talking about earlier today, you know, we we know we got through on on, on some of grandma's prayers. You know, if it worked then, why wouldn't it work now? You know, I understand everybody don't, you know, don't believe the same mm. thing, but this, this, this I know is what got me through, what got me through. You know, this is what sustains me, and I, and I just, you know, I just refuse to believe that it's not essential now. Mm. Yeah. Wow. That's all I have. That's all I have. That's all you have. Oh wow, that that was that was good. That was good. <laughs> Almost had me in tears over here. Oh. All right, y'all, it's been fun. <laughs> it's been fun. Oh man, and we did talk about a lot of stuff today. Um, and all of it is relevant, basically. You know, it depends on how you look at it. You know, teachers can't pass certification tests. Um, the one school system say if you don't have a plan when you graduate, you ain't getting your diploma. Um, sheriff saying, hey, my officers are not going to stop anybody ODing off of no opiate, so we're not even carrying the medication. Which, by way, the stocks has gone way, way up on. But um, <laughs> we we ain't gonna go there right now. But um, yeah, we talked about a lot of stuff. Um. And we talk, we talk, we talk, we we talk about it. You know, just so you can think about it. 
You know, but I want to go back to the teachers in this education real fast. You know, P. Ross did mention something earlier about when you come home, do your homework. No, you come home, you take your school clothes off first, then you do your homework before you did anything else. Uh, And I think we have gotten away from that. We really have. Now, I understand there's a lot more single-parent households now, so you can't be there to watch your kid. uh, But if you go ahead and instill that in them at an early age, and, and speaking of instilling stuff at an early age, because I ain't looked at that little boy, Letitia, yet, but so I ain't even going there. But if you, <laughs> if you can teach your child how to get on Facebook and 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 twerk and do whatever, you can teach them how to read. You can teach them how to write. Before they even get to kindergarten, head start, whatever you you know you doing, okay. And I think that would help some of the issues that we do have in school. Now let's be honest: there's more money to be made in in parking lots and and new restaurants than there is keeping schools open. And we know in a lot of places they are closing schools and combining schools because so forth, as they would put it, they don't have the resources. But yet, they have the resources to um, fix, you know, the stadium for the bigger schools and what have you. So, yeah, it's it's all a plan. It is. But the the basic excuse is we don't have the resources. We don't have this. We don't have that. Huh. But you do. But you do. But it's just used for something different. Uh, imagine that. But anyway, parents, keep your head up. Stay on your children. Now, I'm not saying beat them. And I'm not saying abuse them. I say stay on them. Make sure they're getting their work. And if you have to, go on go on YouTube or whatever. Find out what kind of work they're doing. I know most schools have a, a, a website for the parent. They, they plop right on, on your phone. Right on your phone. But that's up to you. That's up to you. You know. But I'm going to get out of here. It's been fun, y'all. Thank you, Sister Ngoni. It has been fun. We'll talk probably tomorrow sometime. P. Ross, all my love, you know, hey, we got it going on. We're going to get there. All right, Stephanie, thank you for hanging in there with me. <laughs> and these two um, 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 Skype callers that came in late, thank you as well. Um, guests in the chat room, thank you. Uh, I do appreciate it. All right, so remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, give with open heart, give with open heart, but first, make sure you're forgiving yourself. All right, because you can't forgive anybody else if you ain't forgiving yourself first. And what I like to say all the time is laugh at yourself. Learn, learn, la, la, la. Learn to laugh at yourself, okay? If you laugh at yourself, it ain't too much else going to bother you. <laughs> it's really not. You know, at, the, at your most critical point, just laugh. Just laugh, okay? Just laugh. You, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. All right, um, we will be back Friday. Yeah, we'll be here Friday. Um, 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, 1 Mountain Time. Um, me and P. Ross, we're we going to have another good one for you. Oh, in fact, let me bring her back in real fast. Um, co-host, you want to yeah. go ahead and tell them yeah. about, about your um, the series you about to have? Oh, yeah, beginning on Monday, we will be having a series, four or five shows, we're not sure yet, 
just dealing with women's issues. So women, get ready, get ready, get ready. I'm telling you, it's going to be awesome. We're going to talk about a lot of things that we specifically did with. Men, don't don't feel left out. Don't feel left out. Mr. Talk will have some 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 topics for you as well. But we want to we want to just focus on things that we as women, you know, we have to deal with, so we can bring a little bit more happiness and maybe some deliverance to some of our lives. So I know it's going to be awesome. We're really looking forward to it. We hope you tune in. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So y'all look forward to that. And yes, men, don't worry. I got you. I got it. I got it. I got it. But I think, yeah, let's let's let the ladies go on and get theirs out the way first. And then after we're done with that series, we'll do one um on men. So, you know, it should be very, very and then we may just actually do one where, you know, we have both. You know, we do both. We'll see how the first two go. All right. And and just so you know, Mr. Talk, weed is not the answer. <laughs> just so you know, just so you know, we just not saying it. Okay, you know. all right. Time for you to go. go. Get off. My, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to you later. <laughs> all right. So anyway, anyway, we getting up out of here, man. I'm gonna take you out of here today with uh, oldie, but Diana Ross is the boss. Hey, until Friday, man. Y'all have a great week. I'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.